So are we really doing this? Yep. Too late to turn back now. The music already started. Welcome, everyone, to the Gov Navigators podcast, a government-focused podcast that won't make you seasick. We're the Gov Navigators. I'm Robert Shea. And I'm Adam Hughes. We hope to enlighten and enliven your week with news and insightful, entertaining guests, all on the topic of government management. Enjoy today's episode of Gov Navigators, brought to you by the creative geniuses behind the award-winning podcast, Fedhead. Welcome back to the second episode of the first season of the Gov Navigators podcast. See that hopeful opening, Adam? That was wonderful. Wonderful opening. I'm Robert Shea. And I'm Adam Hughes. So our, our, our plan is to cover the news. And what's the big news? You know what it is? No, tell uh, me. Of I haven't been the, reading the papers. Of course, it's the launch of Gov Navigators. You're exactly right. We not only uh, launched our first podcast, but we actually launched our company. So congratulations. Thank you. Congrats to you, sir. It's going to be wildly successful. We're pretty excited, though, because we are not doing a political podcast. Yes, that's right. There's There's benefits uh, to that this week, especially. There are major stories that we can avoid talking about altogether. Absolutely. Do do you think uh, folks will think we're just out of it? It's going to be a, a good opportunity for us to highlight the things in government management that are going there on that go. are separate from the political stuff. Okay, so uh, along those lines, the big story for me was the annual release of the best places to work list. Leadership for Public Service has long compiled the list based on results from the Federal Employee Viewpoint Survey, uh, sponsored by Boston Consulting Group. This year, they did something interesting. They teamed with the Washington Post to raise the profile of the thing. And so there, uh, there's great coverage in the Washington Post on best places to work among large agencies, medium-sized agencies, and small agencies. And just to call them out, NASA, HHS, and the intelligence community rank number one, two, and three among large uh, departments. Government Accountability Office, NSF, and SEC among midsize. And CBO, PBGC, and the Office of Special Counsel among the small agencies. So, bravo. Well done to those agencies and offices. Yeah, you know, I think I like that they did the Washington Post, Robert, because it, it'll create some incentive for agency leadership to, to make sure that they're focused on the results of the viewpoint survey and trying to make sure they're focused on employee morale. And I, I think it's a particularly hard time for federal employees to feel like they're excited every single day about going to work, given some of the management initiatives that have come over the last few years. So making sure we're highlighting agencies that are doing a very good job in morale and making it a great place to come to work every day to do public service, I think is wonderful. One of the things that the Post and the Partnerships Report highlight is the fact that what distinguishes high Uh, performing agencies, those that are considered best places to work from others, is the mission. The the employees really get that they are broadly focused on achieving important missions. On the other hand, there has been a steady decline, not, not huge, not precipitous, but steady decline in the level of engagement 
uh, employees show in the work. So there's work that you're right that this highlights uh, this important question, what keeps employees engaged? And hopefully it will bring even more attention to making uh, federal agencies a great place to work. Exactly. Uh, also in the news, we we highlighted last week that there was going to be a hearing in the House Oversight Committee on login.gov, a new IG report from GSA, uh, which is where the login.gov program resides, came out that was, we joked about whether the word lying was used in the title. I did look it up. The word mislead was used, not lying. Uh-huh. And uh, putting hairs, maybe, maybe. Yeah, I think that was, the, you know, that's the intent of, of the report was to say that the uh, GSA was not being genuine about the the way that the program worked and the, the capabilities that it had. So the Federal Acquisition Service Commissioner, Sonny Hashmi, who's former CIO of GSA from the time I was there, went to the Hill to testify alongside the IG's office from GSA. And I think I think he did a pretty good job because I think he tamed some of the outrage and anger around the program. Perhaps if agencies were the ones who were asking questions and not members of Congress, we might have seen a different type of hearing, a different style. But I think, you know, he went up and said, this is totally unacceptable and we're going to fix it. It's hard to continue to get mad at someone saying that. I think he brings a lot of credibility to the issue and particularly his time in public service as well. Yeah, we might focus another program on how to disarm an oversight entity uh, in the middle of a crisis. Yeah. I, I think, you know, admitting, fessing up early, transparently, committing to fixing the problem and showing a plan to do that. Those are just a couple of steps you can take to get the heat off you. It's true. And that's what he did uh, repeatedly, I think, said, this is unacceptable. I take responsibility. And I, you know, I think there are there are many instances where GSA has run into these types of things. They run a lot of crucial programs, but there's also a lot of scrutiny in the programs that they run. And in previous some previous instances, GSA has not done a good job and it 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 continues on. The questions continue to be asked and it makes it more difficult down the road for the agency and for the program. It reminds me in a surprising story, the Senate. Committee on Homeland Security and Government Affairs actually got shit done this week. They did. They passed 24 bills, among them the Improving Digital Identity Act. It would establish a task force. I know that's not the most aggressive uh, plan to develop guidelines for digital identity credentials and create new federal opt-in identity validation services directly impacting login.gov if it actually gets enacted. But the committee also passed the Federal Data Center Enhancement Act, which would create cybersecurity and sustainability minimum requirements for new federal data centers, and the Federal Agency Performance Act, which would codify strategic reviews of agencies' performance goals and be more transparent about reporting progress against those goals. But I was mainly impressed that so many actions were taken by the committee, uh, which, of course, has jurisdiction over management improvement in the executive branch. Yeah, a few a few of those bills passed uh, in a vote of 11 to 1 with the ranking member Rand, Senator Rand Paul objecting or voting no. Uh, it'll be interesting to watch them as they move through the legislative process to see if he continues his objections. Uh, you, as you know, Robert, he's at times been a one-man obstacle 
on the Senate floor for bills, uh, even good government reform bills like some of these are. So I, I'm going to keep an eye on that uh, going forward to see if uh, his objections will continue beyond the committee. Great. Something to look forward to in future episodes. That's right. All right. On to our next segment. So having covered the news, this is the time in the podcast where we uh, have a guest. Well, and it's an exciting day, Rob. We're back. We're back. Well, I don't know if you want to share it or you want me to share it about, you know, the guest. It's, well, I don't know, it's, embarrassing is not really the right word. We're just getting started here, so. I know, but but you would have thought we could have recruited somebody decent to have on this week. Given yeah, our well, networks it's, and everything. It's, a, it's a busy time. It's spring break. Uh, right? That's what I'm telling myself. The people we're inviting don't have children. <laughs> Come on, let's be honest with each other. You know, they the hobbies. There's things going on in people's lives. What? I think. Uh, did you did you not turn your ringer off? What's that? That what? that's not me. Hello. Hey, it's Francis. Oh my God, the ghost. Francis Rose. You, you Francis remember me? Rose. You remember me? Used to be on Fed. Oh my Heads. gosh. Am I calling it a bad time? Uh, actually, it's uh, quite well, the opportune time. We couldn't get a decent. Uh, we were looking for the best <laughs> guest we could get, and I'm so glad you called. Okay, we are, well, I would love to be a guest. When is the? When are you going to start the new podcast? I heard you're starting a podcast for Gov Navigators, uh, and I, yeah, I would just yeah. call in to see if I could be on it. And we're booking guests, uh, but uh, why don't we have you on right now? Are you? Yeah. How's does now work? Oh, I I don't know about right now. I don't I don't well, I don't know don't what. You, we're, why don't you try us out? Why I need you, you to send, tell us tell no, us I, what you've been doing lately. No, I need you to send me some questions, and I need to get them cleared by public affairs before I can. By, um, by, the, by the FedGov today, government affairs, uh, that's, public that's affairs office. That's what it's come to. That's, that's what right. it's come to. So that's right. All those, all those rules you taught me are out the window now that you're a big shot? <laughs> I'm not a big shot. Now, you know me probably better than anybody in this community that there's no, there's not even a shriveled up old man behind the curtain in this wizard shop. It's just all... It's all fake. It's all made up. Yeah. You, is that you Adam's do, voice that I hear? Absolutely. Yes, Adam, sir. are you on the call too? Uh, well, I, I'm a, I'm a founder of the, of the podcast. Are you guys yes, the co-hosts? So you yes, have sir. my old job basically is what <laughs> yes, it is. We, we should have talked already. That's right. <laughs> well, yeah. We know where all the skeletons are. Yes, we oh. should have. So that's why well, I don't know if we can say the name. So I'll just call it the F heads of the old show. <laughs> Okay, that's because, you know, I don't want you guys to get in trouble. So we'll just call it that. What? Is that another phone call? What? I think you, you need to turn your ringer off. Robert. How do I yeah. do that? The I, phone I, is not working. I don't have an IT department. Hello? Hey, hey, friends. It's Katie Maleg. Oh, Ka- Francis and Ka- Katie. Francis and Adam are on. Oh, Why are no you kidding. calling? Why are Hi, you Katie. Calling? I heard you were starting a new podcast. And since each of you has told me that... I'm your favorite colleague, or was it favorite person? Whichever. Oh, they I told just you that... you'd want me to be the first guest. So here oh, I am. Oh, they, they I told you honored. you're their favorite guest also, just oh, like oh, they wait. told me. What is Francis Look, doing here? Yeah, this is embarrassing, but we are trying to tape a podcast, and I unfortunately forgot to turn off my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, Adam's been ridiculing my IT capabilities for some time. and Rightfully is, so. Yeah, 
And now he's got it recorded. Katie, thanks for thanks for calling. We meant to have you on. Uh, You were on the list, obviously. The yeah, top of the list, is that what you're saying? Yes. Well, you know, that's our how we rank our favorites, is who's at the top and second right. and third. Top yeah. quartile, at least. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what are you up to? So I am now with Federal Student Aid, which is in the U.S. Department of Education. And you may know we're the largest provider of student financial aid in the nation. So we help make college education possible for more than 10 million students a year. It's a very important and fulfilling mission. And I'm right now the principal deputy, and I oversee the management functions, which is great. I get to look at finance, human capital, technology, strategy, performance. It really feeds my dueling passions for A11 and A123. Oh, my God. My heart's fluttering. It reminds me why she was our favorite guest (laughs) on Epid. We we do want people to listen, though, Robert. And I'm actually hoping someone calls in. Wait, what is that? Is that? Do you hear that? Who's yeah? I, I'm sorry again. Hello. Hey guys, it's Nick Hart. Nick. I, hey. Yeah, I. Nick, I heard, how are you? Uh, good. I'm good. I heard you just started a podcast. I was hoping I could be a guest sometime. I love oh Nick my Hart. gosh. Uh, yeah, you were. As Adam likes to say, you were on our list. Did you? Yeah. I thought you were inviting him, Robert. Oh. I was. I was on the list. I was. I was hoping I was at the top of the list. Uh, I always like to talk to you about data and evidence and. The president's budget just came out. There's just so much in there to talk about. Well, hey, Nick, uh, I don't, yeah. I don't know if you know this, but Robert was a, a commissioner on the uh, president's <laughs> commission on evidence-based policymaking. So you know, we've we've talked about this a few times. Uh, uh, Robert, your work on the evidence commission was phenomenal. Right. Have I ever said that, that before? That's why I like having you on. But <laughs> did you did you wade through both chapters on evidence-based policymaking in the analytical perspectives volume of the president's FY24 budget? You know, I'm one of the four people that read those chapters very closely. You probably wrote them. <laughs> I did not yeah. I did not write them, but they are so incredibly important. And actually, Robert, they your work important. on the Evidence Commission was so foundational for what's in there. So I'm going to give you credit. That's not a joke. It's very serious. Adam, can I give you some advice on co-hosting this show? Yes, Francis, please. Never, ever, ever call him commissioner under any circumstances for any reason. I'm writing that down as we speak. Commissioner Shea. It's funny, funny, because Adam's making me call him founder. (laughs) He's going to want a new hat. Thanks for calling, Nick. It's so great to chat with you. And I mean, it's this is just an embarrassment of riches to have you three giants. What? Oh my God! Not again! It's how it's. We can't stop it now. Hello. Hello. I'm sorry. Who's this? I'm trying to reach the Gleekfelder bar mitzvah. Is this the uh, the Gleekfelder bar mitzvah? Or I'm sorry. I'm I'm one podcast over. I have to go to the other ballroom now. But uh, who's this? This is the Gov Navigators podcast. Oh my goodness! I was hoping it would be Gov Navigators podcast. Congratulations on your years of success so far. Well, I'm sorry, what's it called again? What's it called? <laughs> Gov Navigators. That's sounds awesome. Like, uh, is sounds this, like Mortman. This is the Howard Mortman? <laughs> Howard Mortman here. Or as, My goodness. Or as My Francis goodness. Rose likes to call me, Mr. Howard Mortman. That's right. <laughs> it's, it's, it's great to be with you guys again. Congratulations on everything. It's good. So we're, we're just, this is incredible what's happening. You've got Francis Rose, Katie Maleg, and Nick Hart, and now Howard Mortman. Howard, you're with C-SPAN. What's going on at C-SPAN? Well, first, 
Let me get the lingo right for talking to your audience. Let me see if I have this straight. The Emmy goes to Estelle Getty for the Golden Girls. Uh, is that is that the right demo that I'm trying to reach with that? Uh, so uh, I, I but, think you know uh, previous guests have been sort of bucking for being high on the invitation list, and yes, you're you're helping make room at the top. Let me just say that Howard's trying to never get invited again. <laughs> he's he's tired of doing the show. Apparently, it's hard to get away. It is that's hard right. To get away. Actually, I have seen more frequent communications from you about compilation videos that you're posting. Tell me about that. For C-SPAN and for Francis's old stomping grounds at C-SPAN radio, I, I do a weekly podcast and you'll appreciate this, Francis. It's called the weekly. Um, I That's actually, a great I, name. I no, honest to God. Is I it really every day? Being C-SPAN, I wanted to call it. <laughs> what, what's that, Francis? What's you, I just, I love the name. I just wondered if you do it every day. No, it comes. Yeah, actually, it's funny you say that because I initially wanted to call it the four times a month podcast, but uh, that that's that, catchy. What we do uh, once once every seven days is we play clips from the C-SPAN archives, the video library. We connect it with the news of the day, and we make it kind of a fun, lively, different approach to the news, combining our video, our archive video, with what's happening uh, today. For instance, the, when we uh, when I've accidentally called into your podcast today. Into uh, Gov Navigators, we just released. Uh, uh, by the way, some people drop podcasts. I like to call them zing. I, I zinged uh, a new podcast today that talks about. Remember that, Adam. Zing. That's for our social post. <laughs> what does that even mean? I have no <laughs> idea. I think it's what the kids are saying, Francis. Uh, the kids by the way, here, all right. I'll just end with before I, I sense another call coming in. So let me just end with with this line, Francis. You might appreciate this line. I've been working on this. Ready for this? I'm no septuagenarian, as the kids like to say. <laughs> Harry, you look a day over 35. I, I appreciate it. It's for, I, I know it's, I haven't dated in so long. For me, it's not just the dating, it's carbon dating. I urge people to look out for those videos, but as Howard mentioned, the shtick, as he likes to say. Oh, wait a minute. We've got another call coming in. Another call What's on the line. What's going on? Fix your phone. Is this, is this Robert? Robert, are you there? Yeah. Uh, it's, how are you, Dan? Dan Chinnick? There's some cyber activity going on. It's like it's like a denial of service. Like like there's a huge amount of cyber traffic talking about this new thing you're doing with Adam. Like 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 and there's all kinds of people talking to you yeah, right now. It's, I it's, think we've it's, been it's hacked. It's viral. It's viral, and it's actually causing cyber incidents all over the government stakeholder community. And this I had to call Robert. Help, we need, you know, we need to get on TikTok. This is why we don't know this. Dan is on TikTok, obviously, and knows this now. Yeah. So so to prevent you from becoming a, a future cyber incident, I can I wanted to share with you that, you know, there's a cyber report out today by Tony Scott that uh, that our center uh, put out. So you should uh, you should take a look at that. That's the IBM Center for the Business of Government, which Dan leads and does incredible work. A frequent previous uh, guest of ours. And, and so you're doing this podcast. It's like getting out and you've got all these great people on. I heard like Francis Rose and. Nick Hart and Howard Mortman and Katie Maleg, like these are like my favorite people. And well, you didn't invite me. I had to call you to tell you about a cyber incident. He didn't were, invite any of us. You were high on our list. You were high a happy on our list. Coincidence. Do you do you have that list, Robert? I think I might have left that at your house. It's on a piece of That's paper, a, right? You know, I mean, we need fortunately, to. Fortunately, my pen has an eraser on it. So, That's, well, Robert, that, you know, being, being on a podcast with you, it's it's great because we've done other other podcasts like this, like with Francis in the past. And 
And uh, that's a lot better than being stuck in a room with you for a year negotiating a statute, which we've so, all put together. So, Dan, there's, right. by the way, we're not allowed to say the name of that other podcast, so I think we should just call it the F-Heads from now on. Okay. Yeah. okay. Uh, Francis is nothing if not repetitive. Uh, <laughs> but, but he wasn't on the call. Name. He didn't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, I won't okay. say the name of our podcast, um, the, 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 the B of gov Government Hour. I'll just call it the the B-heads? No, that no you can say that. You can say it. It's the, the business of government hour. It's a good show. Oh, my gosh. we got another call coming in. Oh, the I hits just keep on we're, coming. We're about at capacity for our lines, Robert, just so you know. Robert, Adam, it's Mary Redding. I'm calling in from spring break. I am waiting for you guys. We've got our tea time. Where are you? Mary Redding, uh, what the hell are you doing calling us from the golf course? <laughs> I'm waiting for you guys. What are you guys doing? So, oh, no. You know what? No one, no one's ever invited me to play golf. Uh, <laughs> um, that's not true. I have. You, you've declined. But I, but I, I wait a minute, Robert. To, that didn't have minute, anything this, to do with the golf, Dan. <laughs> is this the launch of the podcast? I'm so sorry. I didn't respond to your email inviting me to be your first guest. I'm so sorry. This is oh, embarrassing. Uh, yeah. uh, Barry, there's others on the line. And... Oh. Hi, Mary. Uh, it's Francis. Francis. Oh, this Francis. Is awkward. Oh. Hi. Oh, Francis. We got Francis, yeah. Katie, Nick, Dan, and Howard on. Uh, it's an embarrassment of riches, as I've said. What, what, what? If if you could say in thirty seconds, what's what's on your mind? What would it be? Well, you know, we're on spring break with the kids right now, but besides that, we're we're busy working on our um, service-disabled veteran-owned small business focused on providing services at the VA. Would love to talk to you more about all of that, but I'm so excited for the launch of your new podcast. What's going on at the VA? Well, recently, you know, the VA changed their their motto. So that was the really big news over the last couple of weeks. Um, they, it was originally based off of President Lincoln's words. It now reflects a more modern um, VA, more modern services to uh, serving those, the nation's military, their families, caregivers, and survivors. So really exciting to be much more inclusive in the uh, mission of the VA. Well, Mary, Mary so, it's so nice to hear your voice. <laughs> I, I, I'm thinking back to our time at GSA when you walked in, um, maybe perhaps from the golf course as well that day, if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> uh, on your first day at, at uh, GSA. And it's it's been wonderful to work with you in a variety of capacities over that time. And uh, I hope that continues. Yeah, I mean, I had the pleasure of actually sharing a desk with Adam Hughes at GSA. For those uh, GSAers out there, you know, it was a hoteling situation and we all shared desks. So if I survive that, Robert, I think you'll be able to survive this podcast. I, I shared an office with Adam Hughes. <laughs> uh, we're Robert, still talking to this day. It it it, it reminds shockingly, me shockingly. If, any, if when they ever give you those ear earplugs on the airplane, keep them. Keep them. Just so Robert, my Adam, advice. Like Robert and Adam, what's the plan for your for for Gov Navigators? Like where where are you going with this? Well, the podcast, we're hoping to have interesting folks like yourselves with deep experience and expertise in the government space to come on and talk about the work you're doing to try to make government better. That's the podcast. The consulting firm, we want to try to help on the ground instead of through the airwaves, helping contractors and government leaders understand and move policy forward that really changes the way that government operates for citizens around the country. There's a lot of opportunities out there. Well, we're, we're grateful to have friends like you 
any any parting words before we will have you on again but of course i mean assuming you thank you god we're out of time i'd like to back. see that guest list again oh I'm no you no robert list. you're not out of time you can do a podcast for as long as you want we can just keep going and going and going. As long as all seven of us have something to say, you can it can run as long as you want. I smell a saboteur. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of the Gov Navigators podcast, brought to you by Gov Navigators. We sure hope you enjoyed it and learned something in the process. And didn't get seasick. Right, of course. If you want to know more about us and what we're up to, please visit govnavigators.com. Ahoy! Oh, jeez. <laughs>